Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We want to let you know that Punxsutawney is partying this morning. Uh, we've been uh, going in and out of the party there. The groundhog, and it's almost like he's our, right. our god. Is it? <laughs> They're getting ready, though. Let's hear what they have to say. Thank you, Philettes. Philettes, they call them. Philettes are the, the right. women. Now listen, we got to bring in some people. We need to make your season police officers coming down now. The Philettes are going to come and meet them. You need to. Are they going to bring out the uh, like honorary crew that comes no, out of there? This is like all the guys yeah. in the top hats and tails and stuff. All this for 40% accuracy, but that's good enough because it's fun. Are there any women allowed? Spread the seas here. The Philettes? they got sharp little elbows and they know how to use them. <laughs> ready for clear the road. But again, I think we should see other people. <laughs> oh, right to home. The step, yeah, from the steps, right there. Everyone, you. Ten everyone. minutes till Punxsy Phil. Oh, 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 yeah, you're right. Yeah. right. Twenty after. Nancy, you had said that. All right, so they're clearing the way. We don't need to see all this fun yeah. stuff. But uh, when we when we get to the part with the groundhog and the proclamation, we will go live. Okay, uh, so we'll get to that in just a little bit in Punxsutawney on this uh, Groundhog Day. All right, let's talk about the farmer's dog, which is our sponsor. But we'll talk about dogs. Dogs, okay? The what most, about them? <laughs> the most popular dogs, dog breeds uh, nationwide, and we also look at uh, the most popular ones here in Pennsylvania. Okay. Okay. Most popular dog overall, and this is uh, U.S. News and World Report, right? They have uh, looked at dogs being the most popular pet. They occupy 49 million households, according to the United States Census Bureau. Um, but uh, the Pew Research Center finds that 51% of pet owners view them in the same light as any human in the family. So how about that? The other 49%, you're like, Ugh. Anyway, yeah. Um, looking at pet ownership today, pet ownership stands at sixty-six percent, a ten percent growth since nineteen eighty-eight when they started looking at these things. So, which dog breed is the most popular in Pennsylvania? I'm going to go with the Australian Stumpy Tail. <laughs> First, let's do the U.S. Okay. Oh, okay. Most popular dog breeds in the United States. We're going to start from number ten, the Labrador Retriever, and it says black. Okay. Because you don't have other colors. What the heck? You like black better, you guys? I'd like a maroon, please. Number nine is the pit bull. Yeah. Number eight. A controversial choice. Number eight, the American pit bull terrier. Real patriot. Cute. Number seven, the Yorkshire terrier. Number six, the golden doodle. Number five is the shih tzu. 
Number four, German Shepherd. Number three, the Golden Retriever. Number two, the French Bulldog. And the number one dog in the United States of America, the Chihuahua. It is America. (laughs) In America, yes. The Chihuahua. The Chihuahua. All right. And when it comes to um, each state here in Pennsylvania, the German Shepherd is number one. Wow, they made a comeback. I thought they had slipped a little bit. People just kept going lab, 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 lab. (laughs) Well, here it is. It's German Shepherd number one in Pennsylvania, followed by the Golden Retriever, then the Golden Doodle, then the Shih Tzu, and then the Chihuahua. No Tibetan Mastiffs? No. My dog's not in there either. He's a German short hair pointer. Now, is this, when they do this, sometimes they only do like, you know, perfect, what do they call it? Not uh, purebreds. Yeah, Jack Russell Terriers, which I have, which Snedeker right. has, they're not purebreds. Not that my dog would make this list anyway. It's not a, you know what I like, but <laughs> um, yeah, there's just a, uh, wow. All right. They say they're not surprised you also have the Labrador Retriever in all color combinations making the top 25. Black is number 10, yellow number 14, chocolate number 22. <laughs> so Plaid, still not in the top five. <laughs> uh, Can you imagine if they could do that? That would be really neat. Yeah, the list has a ton of variety, right? The most popular, but the uh, commonalities among the top 25 breeds, from the miniature dachshund to the miniature schnauzer to the miniature poodle, it seems we love our small dogs and the unique traits they have compared to their full-size relatives. Yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of neat. Um, it, it's interesting, too, because it's weird. It's almost like... Some people just love certain dogs that you'll never think are cute. Mm-hmm. We just get like, what, I don't know what attracts us to those dogs. My mom used to love dachshunds. I'm not too fond of them because my dog, when we had one, it was a little vicious. But it's we, for whatever reason, we like It was we vicious. Like. Well, these little dogs. I don't even want to say vicious. Yeah, it was a little vicious. Or a little vicious. Yeah, you like a little just aggressive. A little aggressive. Yeah, chihuahuas can be like that. Human very, aggressive or uh, dog aggressive? Or? Uh, uh, dog Wait, wait, what do you mean? Toward like, other dogs? Towards other dogs no, toward or other, towards people? It was just very territorial, like most mm. little dogs are. They're a little dog in a big person world, and it's ter- probably, they probably live like, ah, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I think they love me. But, but uh, chihuahuas are like that. I've had, a, I've had both. Chihuahuas right. and a chihuahua will just sit there on a couch and be like, all right, I've uh, claimed this for myself, and <laughs> anyone who comes near me will lose a finger I have or two. N- I have never had a tiny dog. They're fun. But I understand as I get older the attraction because it gets a lot harder to deal with the bigger ones. Obviously, we should get older, and especially a lot of the bigger ones need lots of exercise. Not that that's not something you need when you get older, too. If they sold these like car deal, like a car salesman, they'd be like this. Look, I I know you came in here looking for a big one, but uh, little ones, little dog, little poop. Remember, that's a real thing for some people. I think there's something fun about that. I don't know if all chihuahuas or all little dogs are like this, but like they will be playful until they realize I'm not taking chances. My chihuahuas would fetch. And then one day I was in my parents' backyard, threw a ball and uh, the, dog, the little chihuahua went and it didn't see the, the little chain link fence and it, it ran right into it and flipped. She flipped and, it was, and this is the noise it made. Like that, and never played ball again. That was the last. Oh. Wasn't injured. Just was like, I'm not doing that. This right. world is full of. But that's interesting. There, you should try a small dog. Go get one after the show. I belong to a group on Facebook where they say it's pretty much like find me the dog breed yeah. that I want, and so people will post the things that they like, yeah. and then all these other people. Many of them are people that have worked with dogs, yeah. or been trainers, or just groomers, and and just everyday people who just talk about their experience. But it's interesting, you know. Some people want 
an independent dog. You don't want what they call a Velcro dog. They don't want someone that, a dog that is constantly right. at your side. And then you have others who are like, must be Velcro, must be this, you know, must be a whole, but you know, protective of me. So it's interesting how different yeah. breeds obviously have traits. You really should before you get a dog. And I understand, look, if you're going to go to the local shelter, and I think it's great. Go get, yeah, get a dog that needs, it. yeah, any yeah. dog. Um, but if you are looking at a specific breed, it is incredibly important to learn as much as you can about them because I'm not looking to get a dog. I just find it fascinating to hear what people have to say. And I have learned a lot about right. a lot of different breeds that I would never have had a clue about, you know, prior so it's Do you really find yourself important. like going forward in life? Not to are you going to be loyal to that breed, or will you be one somebody who is like, you know what, I will just try something different next time? Right. Yeah, um, I don't know yeah. if you can even answer that. Now, some people are very loyal to one breed, and that they, they never will. But some people are just like, you know, next time we'll try a different one, and it's it's really fascinating. <laughs> well, I, like I that. think your I think people's needs change as well. I all, sure. I wish like we had not. My husband and I never got a dog until we got our dog five years, six years ago. That was your first Before, dog. That was my. My first dog with him, we oh. had dogs when I was at home. Um, the problem was, you know, just not with young kids, like the time that we have to do taking care of them yeah, yeah. as opposed to, like, I always felt that's a high maintenance, and it is, thing. Now, a part of me wishes I had done it earlier, and I would have done the same breed that I had now, but as I get older, I don't think I could handle my breed again, which is the German short hair. Wonderful dog, wonderful breed, most loving pet. Very high energy, fine now, but when I look at, okay, down the road, yeah. will I have that kind of energy level? I might be better off with something smaller. My husband says he doesn't want small, though. So, yeah. So, what we, you, you've gotten a Jack Russell yeah, Terrier Jack before. Russell. Are you like pretty much with that breed forever? Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to say Here's the thing. They, they are a lot of work. They are a handful. And the, there was a woman I worked with years ago who was into Greyhound Rescue. And I think she said she started in her 20s. And at this point, she was like in her late 40s. And her office was on the second floor. And sometimes she would bring her dogs to work. But Greyhounds wouldn't climb those steps. So <laughs> here she is, this woman who's like, she was nearing 50 at this point, And she's carrying a Greyhound. Right. Up the steps. That's <laughs> crazy. And I'm like, that's a, it becomes a real hard right. thing to do. Like, mm-hmm. as your life changes, you're right. You have to really pay attention to that. Yeah. Uh, because, uh, yeah, I mean. What's sad is when you see people, like, the couple of, like, if you belong to a Jack Russell group, I don't know if you do. I belong to a German short hair group as well on one of these uh, pages. And it's really sad, though, when you see someone who just got a pup, especially the type that I have. And then after, you know, I don't know what's going wrong. My dog's 12 weeks and he doesn't like to be in the cage for more than four or five hours. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a baby. Like, do you not, first of all, do you not understand? Sure. Like at that age, they need to go out and that's how you train them for going to the potty and everything like that. And then the other thing is like, there are some dogs who can probably be crated and then for longer periods of time. And then there's others that need to move, 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 or you're going to have a very unhappy dog. It's just sad. I so can't say your, anything your past research. that. But yeah. yes. <laughs> do your research uh, before you get one, but you guys can let us know if you've had a lot of dogs, your favorite breed, if you would. Um, someone says, uh, I love dogs. I would not want a pit bull or a chihuahua. Well, you know, what everybody about a mix? has their own. <laughs> yeah, a right. little, like, like eight-pound, that would be really fun. Um, I'm wondering, too, you said the dog, the breeds you would always get. Just for research purposes, tell us the breed you'd never get again. 
Oh, I, you're, you mean to ask someone yeah, what like they would was, never like, get? Like, oh, you know, we got to. Uh. People say that about Jack Russell's a lot. Like you really, like you said, you have to really do that research because if you don't know what you're buying, all of a sudden you are going to find yourself in a situation where you're like, I'm an idiot. It's yeah. my fault. Yeah, you could tell us that, but I don't want to, because I think it all depends on the owner too. It's Punxsutawney Phil! They're holding up the ground. <laughs> He's so adorable. He said he? that like he was surprised. Oh, get out of here. Look, <laughs> he's so adorable. He's cute. Oh, he's looking at the crowd. They're going crazy. Yeah, they're passing him around. Yeah, Phil is. Phil Gentlemen, is gather around. How about the women? It's a very uh, yeah, old very school very patriarchal mentality. society here. Yeah, Stop yeah. that. Didn't they see Barbie? It's not the way it should be. Yeah, no. I'm gonna go give a speech. All right, they're finding out what he's going to do here. He's speaking to the cane. Do you see that? They've got the cane yeah. in front of him. It's a microphone. What do you say, okay, Phil? Hey, we have a decision. <laughs> and we'll tell you after this. Oh, God. All right, what do you say? Hang in there, John. We may have to play some commercials extra long after this. Nah. Make a prediction has been made, Mr. President. Yeah, they're going to get a new audio guy next time. Hear ye, hear ye! Now on this February 2nd, Punxsutawney Phil, the seer of seers, prognosticator of all prognosticators, was awakened from his wintry nap at dawn on Gobbler's Knob. Phil looked to the skies and then, speaking in groundhog ease, directed the president to the proper scroll, which reads, Another winter's slumbered pause so I could meet the crowd. Hard to sleep anyway when the party's this loud. I envy your energy. I envy the fun. I envy all of you and your opposable thumbs. But it's not what I feel, it's what I see and what you hear. So gather round and let me be clear. Atmosphere is a wonderful thing. And we can create our own and the weather it brings. It brings hope for the future and so much more. Maybe some Punxsutawney Phil write-in votes in 2024. But what this weather did not provide is a shadow or reason to hide. Glad tidings on this Groundhog Day. An early spring is on the way. Jenny Al's cheering. Everybody's nuts. Governor Josh Shapiro is really happy in the background there. <laughs> Adorable he is. <sighs> I mean, yeah, there you go. All right. He didn't see his shadow. Early spring. I was like, I love looking at this, and they're showing him. Now, now Phil is reading the proclamation as well. Uh, It'd be funny if he peed on it. I mean, it's a lot of things. I'm just thinking, I'm looking at the music play. I want to see that. I want to hear the party begin. Where's the party? The news is here. I think it clears out pretty quickly. You'll see. Yeah, they're uh, they're done. I think, aren't they? They usually have. They usually go out with a bang here. And they're just showing everybody the proclamation now. If you would like a photograph <laughs> on yeah, stage yeah. with Punxsutawney Phil in the inner circle, we'll probably do it for as long as Phil will let us. Which won't be long. Right. You'll come up this side of the stage. Yeah, I think they're done, Angie. I don't think there's anything else. Party, party. It, it clears out pretty All right, quickly. So Punxsutawney Phil has not seen his shadow, which means an early spring. That's the big news. 
if you steal my sunshine without sunshine becomes uh, no shadows, you know. And now uh, you see the Punxsutawney Phil. He did not see his shadow. We were just live from Punxsutawney where people were thrilled yeah. to hear what he had to say. So uh, Phil does not see his shadow. Early spring. Don't you love that? I was laughing, too, because when you see his face, he's adorable. He's got a like, chubby little face, no expression. And they're like, he didn't see his shadow. That means no, spring. <laughs> and and I, I looked at his face, and all I could imagine was him just going, that's clearly not what happened. Because, cle- <laughs> uh, guys, I saw, uh, how, do I get, how do I get explain this to them? Lo- I saw a shadow. People love these furry little things, especially our dogs. We were talking about yeah. the most popular dog breeds. Uh, number one in the country, a chihuahua. But here in Pennsylvania, German Shepherd. Uh, some uh, text that you guys uh, sent us. I got my first Jack Russell 20 years ago. I've had that breed ever since. Currently, we have three. Love them. We live on a farm, lots of room for them to run. Another says, um, I have a Cavapoo puppy. She's the sweetest little dog, very family friendly. Another says, English Shutter, my breed, uh, basically the same temperament as your GSP, Nancy. Yes, Cody is his name, the English Shutter. Sounds like a beautiful breed. I've, I've really liked those two. Another says, I absolutely love Border Collies and Sheltis. So, Shelties. Oh, Shelties. Oh, I'm sorry. This is it's a, it's, it's a run on sentence. And Shelties, obedient and loving. Very smart. Yes, actually, I've heard that. And Shelties, so obedient and loving. So obedient. That's where we go. Um, someone else is like the OJ dog. The OJ dog. <laughs> what kind of dog was that? Uh, remember, that's all we heard about during that whole thing. I'm trying to remember what dog that was. I don't even know. It's a very nice breed, though. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. The OJ dog was an Akita. Oh, okay. It's so funny. I remember Bruno Mogli's shoes. I don't remember that he had a dog. <laughs> I don't remember he was a dog at all. Judgito, uh, Kato f- Kalen, I don't remember a dog. The first time since, oh, is that me? That's my computer and Elmo's going on there. They're talking about Elmo ask how, asking how everyone's doing. And I guess uh, Jake Tapper had Elmo on live to discuss that. So many people wow. uh, responded, tens of millions. Of, I think it was over 100 million responses when Elmo asked, how you guys doing? But 
just so we know uh, what happened with Punxsutawney Phil for the first time since 2020. So up in four years, Punxsutawney Phil uh, has said it's going to be an early spring. Did not see his shadow. So we'll talk with Snedeker about that. I'm sure he'll have a little fun I, with it. I think it's a, it's a, such a fun tradition. But I also think it's so funny that every like major news outlet is taking the time to break down the statistics of whether or not he's right more than he's wrong. And it's like... I mean, we kind of get it. We get it. The it's fact checkers. Fun. Staten Island Chuck, isn't he supposed to do one too? He's is a, he the one that bit the guy once? Like, is <laughs> I think everyone's, so. I think yeah, so. yeah, Punk's Tony Phil is a gem. He's always on his best behavior. Sometimes you go to like, you know, there's one like, you know, Greenfield Gill. He comes out, he, you know, if he, if he sees it, same thing. They do the same ceremony here. Why don't right. we have one? Uh, well, I mean, come on. Punk's Tony's not that far. At least it's in our state. We can have a little bit of love with it, can't we? All right, fine. I think so. All right. I'm just saying we could uh, another opportunity. We could make this happen. What can we name it <laughs> now? Not too long ago, we were talking about this thing called gas station heroin. Yeah, like two days ago. And it, it stuck with me because I was like, what is this stuff and yeah, why are we selling there's it? There's a warning about it. But a number of products containing the unapproved drug Tianeptine, known as gas station heroin, have now been recalled nationwide by their maker. Uh, U.S. Uh, Centers for C- Disease Control and Prevention say a cluster of severe illness has been linked to use of the products containing that ingredient. Uh, Neptune Resources announced it is recalling several of its Nep- Neptune Elixir products containing that TNFTine, although the company said the products have not been linked to any reports of adverse effects. It's an antidepressant widely prescribed in other countries. It is sold in the U.S. as a non-prescription dietary supplement thus being at the gas station, which is very <laughs> concerning, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, like, there are some people, I think it's a younger generation, who says, yep, that seems like a good place to get my supplements. Probably early on in life, wanted to buy some that horny goat weed God. was the first one I ever saw, and now they're just readily available. So, I mean, it's something I wouldn't do, but to each their own, just right. be warned, you know. Mm. Please know what you're getting yourself into, right? Yeah, this, it sounds like something to be very concerned about, Again, it's in other countries used as an antidepressant, but uh, yeah. you know here it's it doesn't even need a prescription. It's next to the Slim Jims in America. <clears throat> God, presidential candidate Nikki Haley has a new campaign strategy. It involves differentiating herself from the two people most likely to face off in this year's election. It's called the Grumpy Old Men Strategy. She's suggesting that Donald Trump at age 77 and Joe Biden 81 really ought to consider retiring. She's 52. A campaign spokesperson for Haley said, sadly, this version of Grumpy Old Men offers no comic relief, just chaos, confusion, and a bad sense of deja vu for the American people. I heard one strategist, political consultant, who said, listen, she can't directly attack Donald Trump because she is trying to keep that base so she doesn't want to tick them off so kind of lumping the two together is a way to do it and just be like well it's not him it's an age thing so but it's, it's, old men. to me it's more than that i think biden is more of the traditional older fellow he says long he takes short stories and makes them much longer and sometimes a little confusing and and trump is just more angry old man get off my lawn and i'm gonna tell you I'm not, <laughs> you're never gonna yeah just two totally different approaches i think her best strategy is to isn't prod- that kind of like what the movie was though there was one that was more yeah, probably thoughtful yeah. and kind and then there was yeah. one that seemed to be more crusty but still lovable at heart i'm not sure why the strategy isn't just simply to continue to poke the bear because the more trump seems to talk about her the you know more people pay attention to her so it's just you it's like using his his uh lack of restraint 
to her own advantage. Mm-hmm. That's what I would do if I were her. And if she, it seems like it's gotten but quiet. But is it going to work? I doubt it'll this work. This is the but, question. So uh, the point is, at some point, is she going to have to? It's obvious that she doesn't want to be a VP candidate. I don't think. Right. This is the way that would happen. I don't think she would want it, to be honest with you, and that's why she's still there. It almost feels like she's just there in case more bad stuff comes out about Trump and you know he isn't able to finish. But again, there are people right. behind the scenes uh, who are not happy, and nobody on any party likes it when there's a primary battle and um, they're just you know damaging each other instead of trying to focus on the November election. I don't know what it says about me, but I like when there's a little bit of a contest. I like when they debate. I, I, I think it's great. This it's, not, I, it's not bad if they just talk policy, but they're yell, it, like they're literally personally yeah. attacking each other. But I think that also shows a lot about who they are and what they'd be as a, uh, you know, a, a candidate going toward November. So right. I think it's a good thing. I saw somebody yesterday just going, it's officially over. And it was like, like Charlie Kirk or something. <laughs> it's over. And like, it's not officially want it over. Be, yeah, they want it. No, it's not over. But, but you know, we've had that before where someone says, look, it's too big a hill to climb. I know when Hillary was up against sure. Obama back in 2008, it was a lot of why doesn't she get out? Why doesn't she get out? Right? Yeah. And when it's your when it's the candidate you really want to see, and the only thing that could possibly go wrong is your candidate doesn't get there. Um, yeah, right. I get that. But yeah. Right. And, and look, um, all of this uh, backlash. By the way, when we talk about pop culture, like a Taylor Swift, um, for every single mega or even conservative outlet that is complaining about her, you know damn well if she was a Trump supporter, they would be trumpeting this thing from morning to night. Right? Oh, absolutely. If she oh, came out tomorrow and said... With a MAGA hat on, it would be front page and sure. she would be a darling. But right now, it's she's horrible and uh, this is a big um, operation like being done under the surface that's rigged this thing. And it's just nuts. You know what was a really fun one to follow was uh, when Dwayne Johnson, right before the last election... Mm-hmm. People heard he was going to do some sort of endorsement, but people weren't exactly sure where he was going to go. He ended, he ended up going for Biden, but it was like it wasn't obvious. Taylor Swift has already said she liked Biden in the past, right? So well, if she, she does was it, actually more involved in the uh, the Senate race there in Tennessee with Blackburn. But we'll see what happens yeah. uh, this time around. There you go, Joe Sedeker. Do we even need to talk to you? It's something how. Uh, so I'm watching that. You have to. I mean, it's everywhere. Yeah. And everybody knows it's folklore. It's silly. Right. But here's what you can't control. So when they made that poem and then they said no shadow early spring and the crowd cheers, I had a that butterfly feeling right up my spine to my brain. <laughs> like when my son graduated high school or when my kids were born, I had that same feeling and you can't stop that. What is it about human nature? It was amazing. The the joy of the promise. The promise. It's hope. Uh It's hope. It's it's that happy. It was amazing. Yeah, (laughs) it was great. (laughs) They look like they're having such a great time. It really is uh, fun what they do there. A lot of fun. It is. I had a, I had a literal tear in my eye when I heard that prediction, even though really? it's nonsense. It, yeah, it's yeah, nonsense. No, I too. know it's nonsense. I but. was happy because it was like, yes, I found myself like actually sitting there going, he better say spring. He better say spring. I know. <laughs> yep. And we read your poem this morning, uh, Jason. So thank you for the AI input. We appreciate that. We had groundhogs in our backyard. Do you like it? Uh, yeah, I saw that. I saw everything uh, on TV and uh, the little onesies. And then you said yesterday you take preparation. There's no way you figured that those costumes out last minute, Joe. You had some preparation, didn't you? 
So did I tell you this quick story? And I'll get right to the forecast, which is awesome. Um, the other day I came home from school. It was a long day for me. I got up at 3 in the morning. I didn't get home till 4 in the afternoon. And I get home and my dog looking at me like he wants to go for a walk. I'm like, not today, Jet, please, no. <laughs> but he was sitting in the house all day. So I'm like, okay, we'll go to Murley Cernoski Park. I throw him in my car. I'm driving up to Murley Cernoski Park. I look to my left, and there's two women in groundhog outfits jumping up and down repeatedly with someone taking pictures. I'm like, what the heck is going on? So I pull up to him and I go, hey. And they go, Joe Snedeker, we're doing this for you. Because I kind of figured, because we have a new jumping theme. Oh, picture send that's in. funny. So we want picture, people to send in pictures of themselves jumping because it's a leap year. So they, I said, oh, this is great. I'll show the picture. And then it hit me like a light bulb. I'm like, could you guys come in the backyard this Friday after we got to meet each other? And oh, they're like, oh, yeah. That's awesome. And they're like, oh, yeah. And we have an extra outfit for you, too. That's hilarious. <laughs> that is so weird. Yeah, we have are you sh- sure they didn't stalk you? I mean, that's funny. You get there, and they're there. It's like... What are the chances, right, that right. that all happened? The so they, they, were lo- they were locals. They're from Lackawanna County. We both know the same people, and then we met, and one turns out to be you know, a physician's assistant, the other one a big wig at uh, a local corporation. So they're, they're good people, and we had a good time, and they were awesome yeah. today. Hilarious. I'm watching it on TV, and I'm just going, I see Joe. Joe's doing a lot of talking. One of them has tape. Poor new employees who think this is just how this job is going to be. You have to be little sidekicks. That's so much, your story is so much better. That's great. Yeah, so it all worked out well. We had some fun this morning. So we have a cold front moving through now. Had a few sprinkles last night, even flurries and snow showers up north. But all the roads are wet, and this is going to end. It's going to be kind of cloudy today. Wind's going to pick up. Maybe some breaks of sun, and high temperature is about 38. Now, overnight tonight, 28. Folks, I'm not kidding, and I know I maybe overdo the excitement, but I can't contain it. A beautiful sunny weekend, sunny tomorrow, 40, sunny on Sunday, 45. Every day next week, you just don't get this in February. From Monday, probably through Thursday, maybe even Friday, looks at least partly sunny with highs near 40 or better. Um, So after getting no sun for so long, now by Thursday, Jason's going to be like, all right, son, I had enough, go away. It's going to be. It's awesome. never going to happen. No, he's not going to do that. <laughs> no, no, not we, this. We, not we this not early. I'll prob- you, yes. It's still too chilly out. I'll be sitting inside. I won't even realize the sun's out, Joe. That's just how I. I'm really a, a weird person, huh? <laughs> no, I, you're all right. But I think your 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 listeners need to know. You're going to hear about this major storm in California with flooding yeah. rain and is that the atmospheric the river atmospheric river thing? Yeah, right there. that's okay. what they're calling. Yep. That's what they're calling the atmospheric river. But that storm system, when it plows east, is going to cause the jet stream to bend up. So it's like a big fold. And what that fold is going to do for us is keep us folded in the nice weather. So in a way, that storm, as it moves east, is going to help us stay dry all week long. So it's a really gotcha. unusual pattern. That's yeah. cool. All it's right. Cool. And you should thank Jet, because if Jet didn't give you those puppy <laughs> eyes and make you go for a walk, yeah. all of that wouldn't have happened. I know, I know. He saved my life. That's, <laughs> anyways, that's amazing. Yeah. Anyway. All right, we'll, te- we'll talk next hour. All right, See ya. thanks, Joe. Oh my gosh, that's quite the story. Talk that's, about like like all of the planets aligning in a certain way for a bit on television. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's kind of an amazing story. That's, I love it. it. Is. 
there was a text that came in. We weren't talking about Taylor Swift, were we? Yes. What, what did you say? Well, we were talking about uh, Nikki Haley still in the race against oh, Donald God, Trump, right. and then we mentioned the fact that the, you know the MAGA and conservative uh, talk hosts who keep dumping on Taylor Swift because she supports Democrats um, would be more than thrilled if she put a MAGA hat on. That so. is right. Shows that I am really <laughs> engaged because I was part of that uh, um, person texted in. Taylor is not so swift when it comes to politics. Do you see uh, what I wrote yeah, back? No. Yeah, but I'm sure Taylor can shake it off. Shake it off. We're just having. <laughs> I, think, I think it's a it's a dorky comment battle now going back a and forth. A little bit. Punks at Tawny Phil did not see his shadow, so he is. Uh, predicting an early spring, which has not been predicted in about four years. So there's that. It is 7.56 at WILK. We have some food news. Food news? What? Yes! Give me the food! John Lucas, you don't really care that much about food anymore. When did that it happen? It takes forever <laughs> for him to yell food news. Food his, his problem is his mouth starts to water so much it would be uh, unintelligible. Johnny L., do you like shamrock shakes? What? Are you there, Johnny? Yes, I do. Oh, oh, you're real gone. Yes, he was speechless. The (laughs) Shamrock Shake is coming back. Not that that's a shock, because it always does. Wait, wait, it is? It's coming back on February the 5th. So on Monday, Monday, uh, the green mint flavored Shamrock Shake um, is back, and it features. They call the Shamrock Shake Syrup, which I would hope that's what it is. Um, available for a limited time at participating locations nationwide. Do you like the Shamrock Shake? Uh, if I could drink it, yes. Yeah, I don't I, like I wish, it. though, my wife pointed this out. She's like, I wish they would just do the old school Shamrock Shake and like the, the regular McDonald's cup and just top it off and give it, because now it, it looks like a like a fancy coffee drink. It's in oh. a plastic, clear plastic cup with some whipped cream and then maybe what? a cherry She doesn't on top. like the way it looks. Hey, uh, Taylor Swift doesn't like those. Maybe she can Shamrock Shake it off. Shake it off. Shamrock, shake it off. Shamrock, shake it off. God. That's completely justifiable and fair. <laughs> right. I knew it was Sonic, stupid. Sonic, uh, for a limited time, offering a chocolate-covered strawberry shake. That sounds fabulous. Is, is it chocolate-covered? Oh like, tastes like that, or they just the dip the cup in? The dessert is made with real strawberries, chocolate flakes, Ooh. vanilla soft-serve, chocolate-whipped Topping and a maraschino cherry. Oh my God, that sounds delicious. Available nationwide just in time for Valentine's Day. Speaking of sweet things, Subway's new footlong cookies are so popular they are struggling to keep up with the demand. Unexpected demand for those cookies created a big cookie shortage for Subway. It's off the menu less than two weeks after its debut. Um, they were even having trouble, I guess, with their churro and soft pretzel uh, lineup of uh, footlong desserts. So it's uh, surprising popularity. It's not just about subs at Subway, I, I did guess. Did you know about that? I had no idea what this was. It just says it's part of Subway's menu. It's called a, a sidekick. It's oh, yeah, served we t- warm. I brought it up in Food News like a week or so ago. I was talked I about their new de- two weeks ago. Man, I'll tell you. Well, you know, if you just, you're probably drooling over a Krispy Kreme donut or something at that time. By the way, in local oh. food news, that old uh, location where there was a Friendly's in Dunmore is going to become a yummy bowl. And if you're from the Wilkes-Barre area or have eaten at the yummy bowl on Kidder Street, uh, yes, that restaurant will be in Dunmore in four to six months. It's a restaurant serving Mongolian stir fry and sushi. 
Nice. Uh, so it's very popular, folks. And, Finally, uh, when I can eat, because this is like uh, food news, food news, lactose, 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 you're going to get sick, you're going to get sick. Mongolian <laughs> grill, I'm the in. Scranton Times Tribune uh, said the Dunmore Mayor, Max Conway, is looking forward to the new eatery, offering a different kind of cuisine, moving into that vacant building. Yes, the Friendlies uh, closed down in late 2022, so it's been oh, like pretty much available since then. Yeah. And the uh, real estate uh, place that uh, has this uh, deal coming says yeah four to six months you will see uh the uh yummy bowl there so that's pretty cool they say that space has been occupied uh by dining establishments uh since may of 1974 it was an lb's later changed to franklin's before eventually becoming friendly was lb's like a bob's big boy type place it was it was the lb it was like a big boy yes and Do you remember when someone stole the big boy from Clark Summit? And it, we all had a, a laugh in news because when we had to, when I read the police report on the, I think they were college students, high school or college students that yeah. they found, they had no trouble finding them because what they so did was they just <laughs> they literally just dragged it behind their car and they followed like the chalk line right to their house. That's and they just said, torturous. When they went to the house, a couple of people fell out of a closet laughing when they arrived. So. What's so funny is people probably God. were mad, but like thought it was a funny prank, I guess. Yeah. By the way, I just looked this up because I was like, I can't believe I remembered that. Elby's unique uh, distinction. It was part of the big boy chain of restaurants, and it left and then rejoined. Like that, so it, it left the union and came back. Right, right. So how about that? Now it's gone. That's your food news, everybody. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.